Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise, broadcasting from Isolation Station, Orono. Today is the 4th of May, the 125th day of this leap year of 2020, providing us with 240 days until 2021. This past Thursday, the last day of April, we had our second first quarter moon of the month. Our first first quarter moon of the month occurred on the first day of April. Like a set of bookends, these two first quarter moons taking place in a single calendar month are only happening in April and no other month in 2020. Later this year, two full moons will happen in October, that second full moon being known as a blue moon. In the eastern sky at dawn today and the next couple of mornings, meteors from the annual Eta Aquarid meteor shower will be flying through the glare of an almost full waxing gibbous moon. The rain showers in our atmosphere, however, may visually screen us off from the meteor showers above. We'll see how accurate the weather forecasters are. Another cloudy compromise might also cancel the show due on Wednesday with May's full moon, also known as the flower moon, the planting moon, and the milk moon, which will also be 2020's last supermoon, the third closest, third largest moon of the year. And speaking of moons and rivers, today is in 1929, Audrey Hepburn Rustin was born to a Dutch baroness and an Anglo-Irish banker who abandoned his family when Audrey was six. When World War II broke out, Audrey was at school in England, but her mother thought Audrey wouldn't be safe there and ironically brought her home to Holland just before the Nazis invaded and began occupying the country. Subsequently, Audrey lost family members, was reduced to surviving on tulip bulbs, and helped the resistance by carrying messages in her ballet shoes, as she was attending the Arnhem Academy, not far from her mother's family estate in the same town. Audrey began to go by the name of Edda von Heemstra, because English-sounding names were considered risky during the treacherous German occupation in the Netherlands. After the war, biographer Ed Morrow tells us, Audrey continued to study ballet after moving to Amsterdam. She dropped the Rustin from her name and went to London's West End to become an actress, enjoying limited success until 1951, when Colette selected her to play the title role in the Broadway production of Gigi. Two years later, she won an Oscar for the Best Actress for her first American film, Roman Holiday. Although Audrey would go on to a series of roles that highlighted her grace and beauty, including Breakfast at Tiffany's, she did not forget her wartime deprivation, once saying, your soul is nourished by all your experiences. It gives you baggage for the future and ammunition. Notably, she would set aside the baggage and use the ammunition to give her strength. Because once upon a time a relief agency had fed her when she was starving, Audrey became a spokeswoman for UNICEF, traveling the world to publicize the emergency fund's efforts to feed children.
She was in Somalia in 1993, bringing the attention of the world to the starvation there just months before she died from cancer. Today is also the birthday in 1956 of Pia Zadora and in 1959 of Randy Travis. Today in 1970, reacting to a number of days of protest against the United States military invasion of Cambodia, the National Guard opened fire on protesters at Ohio's Kent State University, killing four and injuring ten others. Almost immediately and unanimously, college and university campuses throughout the U.S. went on strike in a show of solidarity against the killings. I was finishing my freshman year at the University of Colorado in Boulder, and I remember that the attitudes of faculty and students alike were galvanized by what had happened at Kent State. Our classes were canceled, with final exams becoming optional for those who might not be satisfied with their course grades at that point and wanted a chance to score well on a final. Not too many folks took that option, and instead most of us settled for the grades we had earned up to that point in the semester. On the steps of the library, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young performed, debuting their new song, Ohio. Currently, America is more or less coping with a different sort of struggle, one that involves our disproportionate number of COVID-19 cases. First, however, I need to apologize for my error in math last week, which a listener, Jim Chalfant, was kind enough to point out. What's more, his correction helped strengthen the point I am continuing to make. My math last Monday had been way too hasty, obviously, because I made the incredibly incorrect remark that the United States has 23% of the world's population, when what I should have said is that the United States has about 4% of the world's population. I came closer to some sort of accuracy when, using data from two days before, Friday the 24th of April, I extrapolated that the United States had more than 25% of the world's confirmed cases of COVID-19. As of Friday, the 1st of May, with something like 3,300,000 confirmed cases worldwide and around 1,100,000 confirmed cases in the United States, we here in the United States have about 33% of the world's confirmed cases. Therefore, our disproportion is 33% of the world's confirmed cases of COVID-19 have occurred in a country that has only 4% of the world's population. Hence, whatever we are doing to contend with COVID-19, we need to do better than we have been. Because, again, the basics of Contamination 101 seem to be eluding much of our population. And that means we should not be resuming our interactions as if the worst is behind us. The history of the 1918-1919 Spanish flu pandemic is both complex and simple. Complex in the ways the survivors of the plague that killed more than 50 million people were affected. Simple in the manner that a second and third wave of the plague killed so many because of a collective ignorance about Contamination 101. From Orono, Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Here's to the first week of May, putting us almost at the middle of spring 2020.